teach us to make the most of our time so that we may grow in wisdom teach us to make the most of our time so that we may grow in wisdom Greetings. Welcome to Two Days Denarius. I'm Ron Thomas. And I also want to say welcome to 2021 and hope and trust that everybody is having a happy new year. Holiday season is always a beautiful time. Uh, I definitely love holiday season and um, I certainly hope that you all had a very blessed and uh, holiday and I hope you have a very prosperous and certainly blessed uh, new year as well. We're going to do on the podcast tonight. I don't know why, but uh, sometimes the Lord leads me to do different things. Uh, my plan was to start a little series on prophecy. Um, I think I'm going to put that off a week. Uh, Dale Allen um, of the past uh, COVID uh, podcasts that I had put out, uh, he'll be with me and we'll be talking about prophecy uh, here in the coming weeks. But I felt like the Lord led me to uh, say a prayer for our nation. And I hope that everybody's praying. Um, actually, it's a prayer for 2021. It's not just a prayer for our nation, but uh, our nation definitely needs God in many ways. We will talk a little bit about Daniel chapter 9, and I want to read some elements uh, from that chapter of Scripture just to help you understand um, what the children of Israel did in rebellion against God and how Daniel was interceding for them for them, uh, before the end of their exile uh, in Babylon. Um, you know, unrepentant sin, a nation that turns its back on God and shakes it fi its fists at God, is going to pay a high price. We need true repentance in this nation. We need to confess and acknowledge our sins as a people. And we need to call upon God to revive and restore us. And you know, Daniel, if you go to that chapter and look at that, uh, you see all those elements of not just uh, Daniel uh, praying for uh, the sins of his nation, but he's even bringing his own sin. If you look at uh, Daniel 9, verse 20, you see that Daniel was even saying, I, I was confessing uh, my own sin as well. Um, but it's a really a wonderful intercessory intercessory prayer on his part uh, for his people. Uh, so we're going to look at that a little bit. I will say a prayer for the nation um, near the end of this podcast. And I say the nation, but they'll certainly include other things uh, in that prayer as well. Uh, so, but one of the things that I do not want to forget to say this, um, I do want to say uh, thank you. And I was given permission uh, by uh, Steve Herford. Uh, pastor of the Eastport Baptist Church in Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, and we can use this as a new theme, theme song uh, as well, uh, most of our time. And uh, I played last week, and you'll be hearing it more uh, today and in the future podcast because it will be our theme song uh, for the days ahead. When I played that last week, the quality was low. Um, I actually uh, do this in... Uh, 
podcast sometimes and I'm a startup. So I, I do when I work with what I have. I have a cell phone <laughs> and it's a good one, iPhone 10R. But sometimes I have to make and create my audio uh, from my iPhone. But I discovered now that I have the ability to put together better tracks. And from now on, you, you should hear enhanced tracks, uh, an enhanced podcasts audio-wise uh, in the days ahead. Uh, the only thing that won't be as enhanced is I will have to do interviews with others uh, using my phone still. But hey, I'm making progress. I had a friend who said he's praying for my podcast this year. And so you know what? Uh, my first one of January 2021 <laughs> is going up with some enhancements. So uh, his prayers are definitely helping. Um, so I was given permission to play that. Uh, I would encourage you to go to Spotify um, and look up Steve Herford. His last name is spelled H-E-R-E-F-O. RD and I encourage you he has four albums of scripture songs uh, there uh, I listen to the most of our time uh, album and it's wonderful I mean I could listen to it over and over again and you know the beauty of it is as you sing those and you uh, think about them and, and and memorize them you're you're seeing scripture you know you're you're in a sense doing practice of <laughs> you know some of the Psalms and other passages and scriptures uh, yourself so I have most of our time going through my head a lot every day. That song has really stuck with me. A couple of his other ones have as well. Uh, but like I said, you know, if we want to get the word of God in our heart, sometimes doing it through song um, and other forms of memorization is a good thing. So um, if you're ever in the Jacksonville area, I would encourage you to visit Eastport Baptist Church as well. Uh, so. Uh, having said that, I want to go ahead and talk a little bit about uh, the podcast in 2020. And I just want to share a little bit where we are and where we might be going um, in the days ahead. Uh, I started podcasting on May 7th, 2020, and it was a presentation about the National Day of Prayer. Um, it was a National Day of Prayer in regard to 2020, but I encourage you to listen to that even uh, prior to the one coming in May of 2021 uh, because it's just as relevant now um, as it was when I uh, had that presentation back in May. So uh, we've been podcasting over half a year now and I have 18 episodes in that time, which surprised me. I, I didn't know that I'd have enough time to do that, but hey, it makes me feel good. <laughs> And, you know, the viewership has been 543. And uh, when I do the podcast, I, I release them on Anchor FM. It's an uh, app that's available on Apple or Google uh, devices. And what Anchor does is it farms it out uh, to other podcast sites, including Apple, Spotify Podcasts, Google, Spotify. Uh, uh, Stitcher, Breaker, Overcast, PocketCast, CastBox. Yeah, you're getting it. It's almost just about on any of the major uh, podcast apps that are available out there. All you have to do is search Two Days Denarius. Uh, search Two Days Denarius and, and on the ones that it's available, let's say the main ones, um, it'll be there for you. I will say Google sometimes is two to three days, two to three days behind. Um, when they post the podcast after I release them on Anchor. 
but I got to give them credit. When I released my last podcast, boom, it was right there. And I said, <laughs> you know, I asked, how did this happen? <laughs> but it did. And I was grateful for it. And it got out in time. I, I tried to do these podcasts in a timely manner. But it was a struggle to get them out as soon as I wanted over the holidays. I did well with the podcast, the YouTube, and I, we are on YouTube as well. So I would encourage you to go to the YouTube, Two Days Denarius, do a search on YouTube, you'll find the channel there. Um, certainly, I, and I have many times different podcasts, I'm sorry, different videos uh, than the subject of the podcast. I like to keep them different a little bit and... That, that always gives somebody, you know, the um, listeners or the viewers uh, something new to watch. But sometimes they out of necessity, they have to be the same. Um, you know, so uh, having said that, uh, I do want to talk. I'll just tell you what the top five were. Uh, but the total views for the year were 543. I'm very thankful for that. And I want to say thankful. I am thankful for you because you are the one. Those numbers are you. And I do appreciate that very much uh, that you take time out of your day uh, to listen to the podcast. Um, so having said that, let's go ahead and look at the list of in order of the top five, top five podcasts uh, for basically 2020. These are all 2020 uh, podcasts. And actually COVID is a very important topic and I have, appreciate that those who listened and if you haven't listened to uh, something supernatural a Christian man's journey through COVID-19 uh, parts one and two I encourage you to listen it's a fascinating story uh, my friend Dale Allen uh, he was on a ventilator for 19 days with COVID-19 uh, he did have comorbidity of being overweight but 19 days on a ventilator and during that time he coded for around four minutes and during that four minutes uh, a supernatural experience uh, took place in his life he woke up from his coma not long after he had this um, this event and i have known him all my life um, and i knew the people in a sense on the other side who he saw and i can very much believe that such an such an event happened. Uh, so I encourage you to listen to both parts of that. It tells the story of some of us growing up and uh, uh, it seems like a different world, a different universe um, now than it was back then. Um, but part one had 45 listens and part two, which actually part two goes into detail about the event. Um, part two has uh, 42 listens. Um, and like I said, those two are one in two. Uh, for uh, 2020. Uh, I love the third one. I'm glad that it is near the top of the list. And uh, the great, and I, I call him great, he, but he was a Christian music artist, but he was a strongest among Christians in every way. Uh, Keith Green, an amazing legacy, uh, has 41 listens uh, during 2020. Uh, another one I would encourage you to listen to to learn about uh, the story of this man who came out of drug culture, him and his wife, uh, even while, and he was a very, he, he was a child prodigy as a pianist uh, and as, as a singer. Things didn't go well his way and he strayed in life and uh, ultimately found Jesus Christ. And when that happened, this man was never the same. Uh, sadly, he died in a plane crash at age uh, I believe 29 or 28 or 29. I think he was 29 years old. 
uh, a great loss. But to this day, there are so many of us Christians uh, who knew and in our college days or whatever, if we listened to Keith Green, we never forgot him. Never forgot him. So I encourage you to listen to that. And, and you can go on Spotify and, and look up Keith Green and, and you can, uh, or your own uh, uh, music app, uh, you'll find Keith Green on there. And I uh, encourage you to listen to some of his songs. Um, he was very, very skilled. Uh, on the piano, I mean, it's like he when he played piano, it was like he and the, he and the piano were one. Uh, so take a listen to Keith Green and amaz- amazing legacy, and I really do think you'll find it was worth a listen. Um, the fourth one, and it was good to see that one on the list. Traveling the Romans Road, let's share our faith. Uh, the Romans Road is is a witnessing uh, method. And it's an easy one because it uses five or six passages out of the book of Romans that you memorize and you, you share them. It goes step by step. First, people have to understand uh, that they're lost in sin. They're, we can't know and come to know Christ to be saved unless we know and accept the fact that we are sinners. Next thing, uh, there's only one escape uh, from hell and damnation, and, and that's the gift that Jesus came, the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord, all through the his power of his blood and the cross. Um, and then we have to believe, confess his name. Uh, God demonstrated his love for us, that Christ died for us. And um, the Romans road that is taught in there, and I encourage you to listen to it, is really what's going to uh, help you uh, to better share the word of faith uh, with others. So it's 37 now, and I certainly hope it goes up because we should all have knowledge uh, of how to share our faith with others. And then the fifth one was, uh, this is the Age series. And I like this because Confidence in God was the title, 34 uh, listeners, and um, it was good to see that one on the list. And you know what? At a time like this, we really need to have confidence in God. And it was based on Psalm 46. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in time of need. Therefore, we will not fear, even though uh, the earth tremble and the mountains fall into the sea. Uh, so we, we need to know that our God is truly uh, with us, even when the times of chaos uh, come in this world. So... Okay, well, I want to go ahead and I want to just do some review. I thought maybe you find that a little interesting tonight. And, um, you know, I, if you are enjoying this podcast, I encourage you to share it with others. Really, I mean, um, I do this in the sense because I hope there's some people out there who don't hear the Word of God uh, have something to go to. Um, and, you know, there, I believe it was in Amos where it talked about a famine, famine for hearing the Word of the Lord. And... Lord willing, there won't be a famine on my podcast or my YouTube channel. I want people to learn. I want people to grow uh, in this Christian faith. Uh, Be discipled. Um, One of these times I'll talk about study Bibles and the value of having a good study Bible and things like that. Sometimes what we have to do in the faith uh, is very fundamental. And so I would encourage you to listen on in the future. And um, like I said, I... I'm truly looking forward. I love podcasting. Podcasting is is fun. I'm, I'm learning some new things right now, but, you know, uh, getting behind my Samson G mic, it's, it's very enjoyable. Uh, it's a blessing of the Lord. And I want to say again, thank you. And, and to those who are in 
uh, other countries. Of course, I'm in the United States, but I want to say those of you who listen in other lands, uh, thank you for listening. Uh, it's a blessing. Um, I, I see, and I will not share uh, uh, where the countries where it comes from, uh, because I want you to listen, and many of you may not want that to be known, but you know what, you're there, and, and that, that thrills my heart. Um, and those of you in the States, certainly always grateful from the bottom of my heart, because you're the ones who make those numbers. It's you. Um, and I really, truly appreciate it. So, all right, well, let's get into the topic for the evening. And I want to talk a little bit about, uh, uh, you know, when we pray, and I, I, I gave a podcast on this in the past, so I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this. But uh, the Acts formula, remember, adoration, when we come to the Lord in prayer, our Father who, who art in heaven, hallowed or holy is your name. Holy is your name. Um, that's adoration. Jesus was giving adoration for the Father when he said that. You're going to see element of that in Daniel's prayer shortly. Uh, the C in the Acts formula is confession. You're going to hear a lot of confession in Daniel's prayer. Thanksgiving, you know, Daniel speaks about how God brought them out of Egypt, how God covenanted with the children of Israel. And in a sense, that's his Thanksgiving. Um, but, uh, um, it's not totally a thanksgiving prayer, but there is some element of thanksgiving in it. And in Daniel 9, finally, the supplication, you know, he's pleading with God to forgive them. He's pleading with God uh, to end the exile and uh, let them return to their land. And at the end of that, he has a great vision, uh, the angel Gabriel. Uh, I can't remember if this is the first mention of Gabriel in the Bible, but the angel Gabriel visits him. And, you know, some of the very most important messages of all of Scripture was, were delivered uh, by this angel, Gabriel. It's God's messenger. Um, and uh, so Daniel got it, of course, uh, Mary, um, about the annunciation of the birth of Jesus. Um, you know, Gabriel's a very important character, as is uh, Michael, uh, the archangel as well. So, but Daniel, when he came to pray, it, it says at the beginning of Daniel chapter nine um, that in the first year of this new king's reign, he was reading through the books and basically he, he was reading through Jeremiah and he come to the passage that talked about uh, the number of years that, that the Jews would be in exile and it was 70 years and Daniel did the calculation and says, hey, wow, we're right at the end of this. And so Daniel turned his heart and mind, it says to, it says, verse three, so I turned my attention to the Lord God to seek him by prayer and petitions with fasting, sackcloth and ashes. This was not a time to celebrate the 70 years being up. It was a time of repentance because a very thing that got them there to begin with was, was their rebellion against God. And up to that time, the people there, even still up to that point, showed no sign of being ready uh, to go back uh, to their homeland. So Daniel here was interceding for the people. And I want to go ahead and read some of this prayer because I look at our society today and I see pride and rebellion, pride and rebellion against God. Um, we can't go on somewhere along the way the judgment of god is going to come to any nation 
that rejects him, that goes into wicked rebellion and uh, falls away from him. This nation was founded upon godly principles, but you don't have any of that anymore. But listen to what Daniel prays. He says, I prayed to the Lord my God and confessed, confess, ah, Lord, the great and awe-inspiring God who creep, keeps his gracious covenant with those who love him and keep his commands. Now, do you hear adoration in that? You certainly do. The great and awe-inspiring God. So you see that Daniel is acknowledging that God is certainly far greater than we are. Daniel is called beloved of God uh, in, the, in the book of Daniel. He, he's called beloved. So Daniel you know, has a strong relationship with the Lord. And he gives acknowledgement of who God is in a very special way right at the beginning of this. As should we. Um, as should we when we uh, approach God's throne. He is holy. He is righteous. Um, certainly he is giver of all good things and stuff. But we, we must acknowledge God and his greatness and his awe, awesomeness um, uh, when we seek him. Take time to think about it. And you know what? I'm, I'm not always perfect in praying and stuff like that. But we're going to come to God about serious things. And certainly like Daniel was here, um, well, we, 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 we need to have our spiritual minds, eyes, and heart laser focused on him and him alone. And what does he say right at the beginning? He, he doesn't mince words. After he says, God who keeps his gracious covenant with those who love him and keep his commands, right after that he says, three words we have sinned but he doesn't stop there goes done wrong acted wickedly rebelled turned away from your commands and ordinances oh he doesn't stop there either we have not listened to your servants to prophets who spoke in your name to our kings leaders ancestors and all the people of the land you know, I had to stop mentally and, and think about that for a second because, you know, it sounds like us today. It sounds like us today. People mock the Word of God. I get mocked all the time when I get on some social media sites and stuff like that. I, people try to educate me of what I'm supposed to be like or um, among other things and many things very unkind. Um, but I can say sometimes it, it's brutal out there, you know. But the word of God must go out. And people need to know that without Jesus Christ, they have no hope. And you know what? It's not surprising in this world that people put only their hope in the government these days because think about it. Without God, what else do they have to turn to? Who else is going to, in their own minds, meet their needs? You know, <laughs> um, they don't see anything. But see, that's why they throw their whole heart and every effort in um, when it comes to government. Uh, if you observe these elections enough, you sit there and say to yourself, well, you know, we Americans used to really have a faith in God and stuff like that, but why are people so stuck on government? You know, uh, there was a time where we wanted less government in this country. Well, that's because that's their God. That's their divine Santa Claus. And this is what we fail to understand, that People live and believe that's whatever, that's their God. They may have a superficial connection to a church or something like that, but it's superficial. 
It isn't meaningful. It isn't real. Because the real Christian knows whether uh, good comes their way or adversity comes their way, God is in control. And one way or another, God's going to bring them through it. Um, I, I could talk about my testimony in my life to you, and I could tell you many times where the Lord has come and delivered me. But he is the one who meets my need. I acknowledge that. Um, so even if bad things come my way, it doesn't mean that he's against me. And he's not against you. But it is a time for us to draw near to him and seek him like Daniel was here in Daniel 9. In verse 7, he says, Lord, righteousness belongs to you, but this day public shame belongs to us. Men of Judah, residents of Jerusalem, in all Israel, those who are near and those who are far, in all countries where you have banished them because of the disloyalty they have shown to you. And that's referring to the covenant that the children of Israel broke uh, with God. Um, public shame. You know, I, if you look back to the Pilgrims podcast that I, I gave, I talked about the Pilgrims having days of fasting and days of mourning. And there were times when the, the Pilgrims, when bad things or disaster happened to them, they had days of mourning. They called for them because they thought that God was bringing judgment upon them um, as a result of what took place and the amount of people that suffered as a result of that. You know, I think it's time for us to look when things happen in, in our society, in our nation, or even in parts of the world. Uh, why don't we look at those things as, you know, God's judgment being brought up? There was a, there was a time in America, by the way, when we did. And we did see God. There are times in wars where you can look back where you saw even the presidents of the United States uh, not leading the nation in prayer, but strongly encouraging them toward prayer. Um, why doesn't that happen anymore? Because we've turned our back on God. It's the only answer to it. So I give this to you from Daniel because we don't, hear people they don't want to sin is an unfamiliar word <laughs> in our land anymore every man did that which was in his right in his his or her own eyes that's the story of the book of judges and what a mess it was everybody is their own god how dare you tell me what to do and i will just say right here and right now the god who created you don't ever say, who are you to tell me what to do? The God who created you and me has every right to tell us what we will do. He has every right to stop us in our tracks and either bring us to him or bring judgment upon us. He's God. He's the creator. He's the potter. We are the clay. The pot doesn't look at the creator and say, what are you doing, dude? As Paul wrote about in the book of Romans. No. We treat God as holy. We treat him as righteous. We come to him like Daniel. We, we bow our heads and we bow our hearts. And we confess our sins before him. We call and we seek and we ask God for his righteousness. 
you know, verse 20, Daniel, like I said, even prayed for his own, own sins. He said, while I was speaking, praying, confessing my sin and the sin of my people Israel, look at that, while I was speaking, praying, and confessing my sin and the sin of my people Israel and presenting my petition, my requests, before the Lord my God concerning the holy mountain of God, while I was praying, Gabriel, the man I had seen in the first vision, uh, reached me in my extreme weariness about the time of the evening offering. That, and then that's when Gabriel showed up on the scene. And Gabriel gave him the vision of what's called the 70 weeks or 70 weeks of years, 490 years. Uh, it's one of the most amazing prophecies um, in the entirety of scripture. Uh, very well worth studying. Uh, we might look at some of that in the prophecy podcast in the days ahead. Why don't we have this kind of praying anymore? You know, everybody talks about, you know, oh, those Puritans and Jonathan Edwards, they were a bunch of hellfire and brimstone preachers, blah, blah, blah. Well, maybe we could use a little bit of that in our time. You know, John the Baptist started out a sermon, brood of vipers, <laughs> a type of sermon would get, title of a sermon that would get you out, thrown out of church these days, You're, if you were a pastor and start out brood of vipers. <laughs> but he was preaching to a brood of vipers. And you know, when people are lost and spiritually dead in, your sin, in their sins, you are preaching to a bunch of dead people, spiritually dead in their sin. And there's only one person who can wake them up, it's the Holy Spirit. And that's why we pray as we witness because we share the word of God. And sharing the word of God and preaching the word of God is more important than sharing our testimony when it comes to people come to uh, getting people to come to faith in Christ. It's the preaching of the word. It's sharing of scripture. It's understanding uh, there is none righteous, no, not one before God. For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. People have to understand their lost condition. And they're not going to understand their lost condition by your testimony. They're just going to look at you and say, hey, man, that really works well for you. But, you know, I got to do my own thing. And, and, and this is what works for me. No, there's no conviction in that. Your testimony might be ancillary, but it cannot be a priority when you witness. It's, it's the word. Of, it's the word. And that's why I say the at Romans Road podcast is important because if you want to learn how to share the faith, um, that's how you do it. It's a basic, very basic methodology. Um, just practice it, work with it, and, and it really does. Like I said, it's always done wonders for me, but I like to keep uh, the message simple but understandable, and, and this will do that for you. So Daniel prayed for the people, and the people did get to go back. Um, but they never really repented. We don't see, even after Daniel's remarkable prayer here uh, and his strong intercession, we, we never really see. We see them returning, but we don't see revival. And there's a big difference between the two. We need, really, in our nation, revival. We have had a lot of strife in the last few years, and certainly, you know, division. I think many of the things that are happening, um, troubles without our nation, outside our nation, with other countries, troubles and struggles within, 
our nation. If you study the history of the children of Israel, you will see that after the time of Solomon and when the children of Israel started rebelling and walking away from the faith, one of the things that happened was simply this. Um, troubles came from outside, enemies from outside, and enemies grew within. That's the pattern. People, you can't walk away from God. When you walk away from God, if you're a believer, uh, he's going to come and find you. he come and find you. But if you never have any interest in him whatsoever, and you feel you can walk in your life and do whatever you want to do, then you probably never knew him to begin with. I would ask that you would search uh, your heart. Ask God to help you search your heart on that matter and come to him if you don't know him. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, as I've been talking about when I bring up witnessing, uh, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. You have to understand that sin has separated you from the Almighty, a relationship with it. Uh, with him. Uh, Jesus said when he prayed in John chapter 17 that he prayed for his disciples that uh, that they might know God and the one who he sent, who was Jesus Christ. That's really about what salvation is all about. You'll hear people sometimes saying, you know, salvation is about the relationship. It's not about the fire insurance. The fire insurance is a consequence of salvation. I mean, you, you gain that. But gaining the relationship is the most important thing. And you learn to love God, walk with God, grow in God, because the Holy Spirit's going to come and dwell in you. Uh, but you can't do that if you don't come to Christ. Uh, for the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And that is because of what he did on the cross. God showed his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, uh, come to him in faith. Ask him, uh, really, uh, you repent of your sin. Repent, repentance basically means this. By definition, it is a change of heart or a change of mind that leads to a change of direction. And Jesus Christ comes to your heart. It, it means that old things have passed away, all things become new. You are on a new journey. You are uh, you're going to struggle with your sinful nature. It's, it's still there. But you're going to be able to deal with that in a new way because Christ is in you. Um, and I would encourage you, like I always say on this podcast, if, if you come to Christ and come to know him, uh, find a true Bible-believing church to attend. Do not go and attend a liberal church. They believe in works, and your and works will not save you. Anything you do... Just like the old hymn says, nothing in my hand I bring, simply to thy cross I cling. That's the only one way of salvation. It is not by anything that you can do. You say, well, what do I bring to my salvation? Your sin. That's it. You ask, I just answered the question. There is nothing that's going to have any element of your human pride that's going to save you. Get rid of it. It isn't going to happen. We kneel and we bow before the Almighty and we ask Jesus Christ, forgive us of our sin, come into our heart, and lead us in a new direction. If you ever do that, find that Bible-believing church and grow in the faith and seek God's will. He may have bigger things for you coming down the road, but you got to be there to find out. So I want to pray now and 
I'll pray here. And after the prayer, uh, like I said, I do want to conclude uh, with Steve Herford's uh, song, Most of Our Time. And uh, well, you know what? There's been three verses this year that have stuck in my mind as we have approached the new year. One is, most of our time, um, teach us uh, uh, to make the most of our time so that we may grow in wisdom. Uh, we certainly need it. Another one is redeeming the time for the days are evil. And that's, I believe, around Ephesians chapter 5, 14. Or it's 14 or 16. I, oh, no, it's 5, 16. Um, but redeem the time. Buy back that time because the days we're living in are evil. And especially now, now that events in this world uh, have accelerated in such a great fashion. And, um, and then the other one is to wake up, O sleeper, and rise up from the dead, and the light of Christ will shine on you. And that's Ephesians 5, verse 14. So wake up out there. Come to life in Christ. Come on, we got work to do. He's going to be coming soon. What are you and I doing to get ready for that? Let's separate ourselves. Let us separate our lives. You know, let us pray for the nation and the people around us to come to know the Lord for his coming. I really believe is soon. I, I've never seen events move in this country uh, like they have, or in this world. I'm not even talking about the country. But I would say it's time to get up, get ready. Uh, for his coming maybe soon. And by the way, I guess I'll put a plug in for this on my YouTube videos. Um, it's one of my more listened to ones. I think it was the second highest listened to podcast last year, but it's titled Get Up and Get Ready, Jesus is Returning. And uh, I listened to that one again just to see uh, what I had said in that video. And and you know what? Um, it's it's well worth listening to, and I, I really do mean that. So uh, take time to listen to that one. It's video, and it's on YouTube, and uh, I think everybody out there would greatly benefit from it. All right. Well, at this time, I'm going to close in a prayer here, and this is, you know, I don't have this written. This is impromptu. Uh, but like I said, I don't know why, but God was leading me to pray, and I just wanted to do this podcast. And, and right after that, I'm going to swing into, because I want you to hear uh, Pastor Steve's uh, song once again, and, and that'll close out the show. So let it, And as you're listening, I ask that you, know, you pray in your heart at this time and pray as the Lord leads you as well. Our Almighty God. And Lord, as Daniel prayed, uh, you are the great awe-inspiring God. Uh, you are good. Uh, you are righteous. Uh, you are holy. You are the giver of all good things. And certainly you're a God of love, for you gave Jesus Christ to die on a cross for our sins. And Lord, as the word we know from the word that there's power in the blood, and I, I do want to pray as I go right now, and for those who listen to this podcast who don't know you, that they might come to faith in you, uh, that they might be seekers um, to come to Christ. Lord, we live in a very rebellious world right now. Uh, it's not only our country, but this whole world seems to be just uh, forging its way to the time and the days of, of the rise of the Antichrist. Uh, and certainly, Lord, we pray that you will make your children ready uh, for your coming. Um, we know that you are long-suffering. We know that you have a, a tremendous patience uh, with the rebellion. 
just like you did your children, uh, many the children of Israel, uh, kind of ages ago. Um, but sometime along the way, that, that patience wears out, even like in the days of Noah. But Lord, we're there again. And if we don't come as a nation or if we don't come as individuals, uh, we don't seek you. We don't come and confess our sins, uh, even as Daniel mentioned in this book. If we want revival in this, in this world, if we want revival in our lives, we're going to have to come to you and seek forgiveness. The word sin means to miss the mark. It's a word of rebellion. It means to fall short of your glory. And your word says that we've fallen short of your glory when we don't know you the one and only true God. Lord, we do need repentance. We do need to get up and get ready. And Lord, I do want to pray. I, I thank you for the people who listen, whether in this country or other parts of the world, uh, to this podcast. I pray that you'll take these podcasts and the videos and stuff to, and use them to help them grow. Use them for people to come to faith in Jesus Christ. And Lord, there is no greater reason to do this than other than to, to give this to you uh, so that the Spirit of God can move in other people's lives, meet them where they are, and help get them where you want them to be. Lord, I pray for this nation. We really are divided. We have so many difficulties, um, and we have so many sins that we need to be forgiven of. Lord, it's just hard. If I name them one by one, it's, it's hard. It's, it's, it makes you cry. And Lord, you know what they are. And even as Daniel mentioned all the rebellion, the turning of the back, we have done wrong. That's where we are. That's where we are. We see apostasy, falling away from the faith happening everywhere. We hear people making things up about you that just don't exist. We are not treating you as holy. And we so need forgiveness for that. Lord, this is 2021, and in 2020, it, it moved so fast, and it, it brought a lot of serious issues. Um, what happens in 2021 is in your hands. But your people are going to maintain that confidence in God because you are our refuge and strength. You are our very present help in time of need. When our lives get squeezed, Lord, you are there. You are with us. Maybe the results don't always turn out the way we want them, but most importantly, you are with us. Be with us, Lord. And I do pray that you would bring a time of refreshing in this nation once again. All the things that I have read in my own life about revivals of the past have seen that they came out of a supernatural work of your Holy Spirit. And I ask that your spirit would move once again. You know, we live in an age where where are the true people who are preaching the word of God? Where are the true preachers that are preaching it in conviction? Telling the people that you have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God and you have only one hope is to come to faith in Jesus Christ. But we focus on power and things like that in the church these days and it isn't about that. Because Jesus said, if you want to be great, then you be the least. 
be the servant. And you know what? The true servant just says, we, we just go out and, and do your will. We just do our duty because we're servants. We don't want power. We don't want position. Don't want authority. No, we want to serve. Lord, get your people ready. Get your people ready. <laughs> this is the age. All the things that from my time I was growing up are happening now that preachers preached in the day, back in the day. This is the age. Help us not to waste time, but make most of our time. And to know that you are with us. And we can buy back that time. Doesn't matter how old we are, wherever we're at in our lives. We can always do something with you and for you. And help us keep our hearts and mind in that direction as we forge ahead in these troubled times. For we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Make the most of our time So that we may grow In wisdom Teach us To make the most of our time So that we may grow In wisdom Satisfy us in the morning With your unfailing love So that we may sing for joy To the ends of our Most of our time so that we may grow in wisdom. Teach us to make the most of our time so that we may grow in wisdom. Give us gladness in proportion To our former misery Replace the evil years with good Let us see your miracles again let our children see your glory at work. Teach us to make the most of our time so that we may grow in wisdom. Teach us to make the most of our time 
teach us to make the most of our time so that we may grow in wisdom. Thank you for listening to today's Denarius. I'm Ron Thomas, and until next time, may God richly bless you.